Hey everyone, it is Ryan here. It is so great to be with you this morning, sharing a word with you today. I hope this finds you well, I hope it finds you safe and you have had a great couple of weeks. Now, this morning, um, I feel like Becca was trying to speak prophetically into my life a little bit with the verses that she gave me today uh, that I had to study and, and draw on for today's passage. And um, uh, if any of you have read Philippians 2, verses 12 to 18, uh, particularly in the NIV, the Message, the Passion Translation, loads of different translations, um, start that little bit of scripture with a line that filled me with dread and fear as I read it. Uh, and uh, in the NIV, it says uh, to, um, uh, it says, don't complain or don't grumble in other translations. And um, anybody that knows me, uh, if, you, if you know me well in particular, even if you've just met me on an off chance, you probably know uh, how much of a complainer I am. Uh, Moaning is my middle name and uh, the Field family come from a long generation of grumblers and moaners. And so this verse, these verses almost hit me like a bit of a Tyson Fury gut punch as I read them and as I studied them and as I prayed over them before this this morning. So the words that I share, the encouragement that I share this morning, please know they are coming from a place of somebody very much at the beginning of a journey rather than somebody at the end of a journey or discovery on this topic. Um, and so let's dive into it. Let's have a look at verses 14 onwards in the NIV. It simply says, do everything without grumbling or arguing so that you may become blameless and pure. Children of God without fault in a warped and crooked generation. Then you will shine among them like stars in the sky as you hold firmly to the word of life. Isn't that an amazing passage of scripture filled with equal measures of challenge and encouragement with steps out of the situation and hope that you are going to achieve it? And it's the tools in there for us to do it with. See, I would completely forgive Paul for wanting to write this letter with a different tone and a different voice. You know, he is locked up. He is being imprisoned by the Roman people, all for wanting to share the gospel and the good news of Jesus to the people that he met. He is locked up. He is imprisoned. He is, uh, you know, sleep deprived. He's going to be without food. The gods will be mistreating him. And yet, he chooses to rejoice in his situation. He chooses to share joy and encourage the people of Philippi. You know, I would forgive him if he wanted to write, you know what guys, I'm struggling. I need to get this off my chest. The bed is uncomfortable, I can't sleep. My prison cell is too small. The guards are horrible, the food is terrible. I don't know what to do. I'd forgive him for wanting to write that. But you know what, he didn't, he turned towards joy and rejoicing. And that's exactly what it says in verses 17 and 18, to rejoice in our situations and be joyful in what we do. And that is the amazing thing about this book of Philippians, written whilst Paul was locked down. Many scholars uh, and academics refer to it as the New Testament book of joy, because in some form or another, it refers to that joy something like 16 times across all of those verses and chapters. And that is the challenge for you and I today in what we're doing to turn towards joy and rejoice in our situations so that we shine like stars in the sky, that we provide that light, those beacons of light to other people. And you know what, I was thinking about it. I was thinking about the sort of common questions that I get asked and what my responses to them are. And you know, the most common question that we probably ask each other is, oh, how's your day been? How's your week been? And I don't know about you, but I spend probably about 
1% of that conversation talking about the good stuff and 99% of it talking about the stuff that's annoyed me, the stuff that's challenged me, the stuff that's irked me and really just moaning about it. I'm not really saying it with any challenge or offering any alternatives to a situation. I'm just moaning. There's something cathartic about moaning and getting that off my chest. But there's no end goal to it. I'm not trying to do anything to really benefit other people. In fact, I'm really just chewing someone's ear off because they've, <laughs> they've given me the time to, to listen to me and they probably were expecting something slightly different than me just moaning for 99% of the conversation. But you know what the reality is? That moaning and that complaining in that conversation really made up 1% of my day. And the good stuff, the stuff that I need to be joyful about, made up 99% of it. And so as I said at the start, this is very much coming from someone who is at the start of a journey, who is nowhere near completing it, but I'm making a commitment to you today. And I wonder if anyone else out there will make a similar commitment to the people around them that I wanna to turn towards that joy that Paul shares, rejoice in my situations rather than just complaining about it. You see, we, as we, as we look into this, you know, we can almost say that Paul is allegoric of Jesus. You know, he's, he's, he's representing what Jesus shared in his words and the life that he lived out. Jesus always turned towards joy. He always turned towards rejoicing in his situation, even when he was being led to the cross to die. He rejoiced. And there was a joy in that horrible pain and situation. Paul is doing exactly the same thing. He is turning towards joy. He's encouraging people to be joyous and rejoice. And that is exactly what we need to do today. You know, we, we often think and find that the things in our life that are difficult, and they are difficult, there is truth in that, in that difficulty, but we choose to, to focus in on that rather than the amazing giftings and life that we have been given. Paul managed in his situations to rejoice in them, rejoice in his situation that he was going through personally, rejoice in his relationships with others, but most importantly, rejoice in his relationship with God. And so whilst we have been in lockdown over these past few months, and we're in this weird transitional phase at the moment, you know, there's been so much that we could choose to complain about. There's also been so much joy in it so many good stories and good news that we need to share, we need to champion and we need to encourage each other with. Aaron Church Connect as a Facebook group that was set up really out of need and out of a desire to help each other has become so much more than that over the past few months. It's been a place to encourage one another, to lift each other up, to share good news to each other. In my own, in my own life personally, I've had better, more fruitful conversations with friends and with family than I, to be honest, I think I have ever had before. And I've had so many amazing answers to prayer in this time too. You know what, I wanna to turn towards celebrating those moments, rejoicing in those good news moments and complain less. And that is the challenge for you and I today. How can we turn towards joy in our situations, rejoice in our relationships and celebrate our connection with God so that we can shine like stars in today's world? So we can be beacons of hope and light in a dark world, in a world that is full of hurt and pain, but we provide that light because we choose to rejoice in our situations. So I just wanna pray for us to end now. So Father God, come and be with us. Challenge us to turn towards joy in what we do, to find the joy in our situations that we go through each day, 
to find joy in our relationships to one another and rejoice in our relationship with you. Rejoice in the life that you have given us, the fresh start that you give us and celebrate in those moments. Rejoice in that. Turn away from complaining. Be more like your son Jesus and more like Paul and rejoice each and every day. Amen.